Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox of Doctors Nutrition. We continue our journey to better health through proper nutrition, supplementation, and knowledge. And now, here are Drs. Fox and Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Thank you for joining us here on Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Hi, I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, how we get our gut healthy after such a bad season as the holiday season that we just went through. We're doing this in January of 17. Yeah, and this is, it's really important to have really good gut health. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some of the things that you can do to make your gut healthier and why you may have it unhealthy to begin with. Yeah, let's start with that, Janine. Uh, I think, you know, what most folks don't realize is, you know, we went through the holiday season, and like I say, we're doing this in January of uh, 17, and so we just went through the, you know, the Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah holidays and so on, and let's face it, that's when most people consume some of the worst food of their life. Right. They eat huge <laughs> amounts of sugar. They huge. find that it's, it's a good excuse to not eat good. Exactly. And so a lot of times the gut is what is affected. And, you know, not only is eating bad during the holiday season, during the winter, everybody mm-hmm. starts getting sick and they run out and get, you know, multiple antibiotics. And that's another reason why people's gut's really bad this time of the year. Yeah, because those antibiotics, yes, they... They do get rid of the, you know, hopefully get rid of the the bacteria maybe that was causing like a strep throat or something. But at the same time, it also messes up or destroys a lot of the beneficial or what we call the commensal bacteria in the GI tract or the gut. Which study after study has shown that it it plays such an important role in overall health. It's not just about, one reason we were going to talk about getting the gut healthy, because it's not really just about the gut. Health always starts in the digestive tract. Yeah, you know, when when you look at your uh, immune system, for instance, let's take that one to begin with. Typically, the average person, somewhere around 70, and I've seen some authors go as high as maybe even 80% of our immune system. So at least 70% of our immune system is in our gut. And, you know, people don't think about that. So everything that you put in the gut that can alter or change that microbiome or those uh, those probiotics in in your GI tract, they're going to affect that immune system. Right. And Adversely. so in the okay. winter when you really need it, when mm-hmm. you have a huge temperature change, and they know that's when people tend to get sick is with mm-hmm. a big temperature change, you, you know, have eaten terrible. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, take maybe taken an antibiotic and then you get sick over and over and over again. There are so many people that come in that they can't get over being sick. It started with one thing and then they say, I just can't get over it. Well, you know, a lot of times it's because you have killed off all the good bacteria in the probiotics, exactly. which is which is a big part of the gut health. Now, mm-hmm. it's not the only part of the gut health. No, but it's a big part. It's of a it. big part of it. Now, also something else that makes a big difference in gut is how you digest your food. And of course, probiotics help that, but it's not the only thing. Your digestive enzymes are so important in that. Mm-hmm. And if you start looking at what actually lowers digestive enzymes, for one, stress. And yeah. around the holidays, people do tend to get stressed. It's stressful. And so no even though it might be a good time, a lot of people, it's a very stressful time. And they have all this family coming in and extra stuff to do. And But stress lowers the enzyme production. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. And then take the, you know, on top of that, you know, probably, I would say probably eight out of 10 of the people that come into our office or seek our help are taking some sort of anti-acid. Right, you know, which definitely, yeah. you know, stops the stomach acid. Mm-hmm. And if you start look, excuse me, if you start looking at stomach acid, mm-hmm. another reason to have stomach acid, yes, you want it to digest your food and get the nutrients out of your food, which when you take an acid reducer, that, that definitely that is part, affected. Right. 
but it also kills pathogenic bacteria. Yes. When you start looking, they know that people that take acid reducers get sick more often right. with bad bacteria mm-hmm. because you don't have that stomach acid to kill it when you get it into the stomach. That's right. You know, and when you think about it, you know, the, those, and I, I always caution people that, you know, the thing about it is if you're taking a stomach uh, acid reducer, you know, a PPI or something like Nexium, Protonics or whatever, if you look at the literature from the company, they say that it's usually somewhere around six to eight weeks of treatment, get the gut healed up, and then should be stopped because it's not something you want to be on long term, you know, especially uh, folks that are worried about bone density and stuff like that. You can't absorb calcium, you know, when you've right. got a PPI. Or and you see these people that are iron deficient, and it's caused by that. So there's, see there's that all iron the time. deficiency, B12 mm-hmm. deficiency, calcium mm-hmm. deficiency. I mean, you there's so it. many things, the nutrients that aren't absorbed when you're taking a PPI. So if you're talking about gut health, which is what mm-hmm. we're talking about today, it's really hard to have really good gut health while on an acid reducer. So people say, okay, well, what can I do? I have reflux. Well, for one... Stop eating the foods that cause it. I was going to say, a lot of people don't realize that the, some of the foods that cause reflux, it might not be that hot, spicy food. That not you're necessarily. Thinking about. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, you know, we get an awful lot of people who are gluten sensitive. Now, they're not celiac, but they're gluten sensitive. And one of the things that the high gluten foods are known to do is to cause a reflux. The body can't digest it properly. And so we start having, you know, we, we get the gastroparesis, they call it, which is the stomach doesn't want to empty this stuff. It keeps trying to do something with it, and that acid builds up, and it comes back in that esophagus. That's not a good place. Right. So we always suggest going on, and sugar. Sugar Sugar's definitely. Sugar's another one, yeah. I've had people over the years that nothing helped their reflux, not even the medications, right. not anything we had nothing and i put them on completely take them off of sugar mm-hmm. and grains right and they can't believe that it goes away right so it takes being pretty strict on the diet but that does help now another thing that definitely helps is digestive enzymes you know i, I was going to say you know we probably we've got a little digestive enzyme that we've had for god how long have we had all Alzheimer's we've had for years it's inexpensive years. it's very inexpensive you know it is and, and it's kind of a broad spectrum so it, it covers a lot of territory you know, the amylase, lipase, proteases, all you know, it's going to, the fats, the carbohydrates, the proteins, and so on. It's going to help break it down. And it's got all kind of weird stuff in it, like ox bile, which, you know, right. really ox helps. Ox bile, which does help with the yes, gallbladder, and, yeah. you, and which is one of the bile salts. The, yeah, the And fats especially and so if you don't have a gallbladder, it's mm-hmm. you know, really one we always use when somebody don't have a gallbladder. Right. Now, we also have another, we have a lot of enzymes. We, we have, have the DI enzyme, yeah. DN enzyme. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a stronger enzyme, probably, than Alzheimer. It doesn't have your ox bile. It doesn't have your betaine. Right. Because every once in a while, we hit somebody that really doesn't need extra stomach acid. And they just need the enzymes in order to break down the food better. Right. And so we have that one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have other enzymes. We have almost everything that we have in it separately. We have pancreatic enzymes separately for those right. people with pancre- pancreatic problems. Mm-hmm. So enzymes are always a must. And digesting is a must for gut health. Yeah. And, and when you're talking about digestion, you know, one of the first things that we always start a person with is the kind of probiotics. Right. You know, we've got to figure out what's the best probiotic for this particular person. You know, if we need increased gut motility, um, which will help a person to get rid of the waste products, that we've got that kind. We've got other ones. We've got some that are shelf-stable, some that have to be refrigerated. We've got some with as little as 8 or 10 different strains, and we've got some with as high as 20-something different strains. Right. We have, so it just depends on the person. Yes. So that's why we always recommend people calling us. Let's figure yes. out which one is best for you. But we do have multiple amounts of probiotics and so there's there's always different ones for different people now mm-hmm. another thing when it comes to gut health you know we run into a lot a lot a lot of people 
that actually have leaky gut syndrome? Leaky gut is more common. I mean, for years, I mean, for years, uh, leaky gut was considered to be taboo by the normal medical profession. They said, oh, it doesn't exist. It can't possibly exist. It's impossible, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, the science has kind of proved the mainstream to be wrong. Uh, it does exist, and it is a very, very common condition now. Right, and it happens from just years mm-hmm. of probably not having good gut health exactly. and irritation. And even how many people have had scopes out there where they just say, oh, you have gastritis. Yes. Gastritis is irritation. It's irritation and inflammation. And that's usually going to lead to leaky gut. Exactly. So mm-hmm. when you've been told that, you know, just doing an acid reducer does not necessarily heal gastritis. No. And, you know, when you think about this leaky gut thing, if you look at our gut, the lumen or the, the main part of the gut, when you look at that thing, it's only got one cell of thickness between the inside of the gut and inside our body. In other words, there's one layer of tiny little cells that, that separate us from what's in our, in our GI tract. And that one little bitty layer of cells is easily messed up, especially when you have something like gastritis, which you've got inflammation. And that's when things, you know, these cells get inflamed, they get irritated, they swell, they cause all sorts of problems, and stuff from the inside of the gut that normally shouldn't get through gets through, and that is what leaky gut is. So toxic stuff that gets through there into the body. Now, And quite a few years ago, mm-hmm. we looked into the people that we were dealing with leaky gut, and we had mm-hmm. to use multiple different products to actually help them. Right. We developed a product. It's called GI Essentials. Right. And it's and got it, a little bit of everything right. in it. It's a yeah. powder. Yeah. And it's a powder because if you took it in pill form, it would be about 20 pills at a time, and or most more. people don't want to do that. Um, so what it is, is and, it, and it tastes good, and you mix it with a little bit of water, you drink it on an empty stomach, and what it does, it has everything in it to help heal the lining of the gut. Yeah. And that is always important for gut health is first heal the lining. Right. It's got stuff in it to help increase the mucus in the gut because the mucus is our first line of defense right. in that gut. So it increases the mucus. It's got the things like glutamine, which help heal the gut. That's the most abundant uh, amino acid to healing that gut. So it's got all that stuff, like you said, in and one, it has one your deglycerized liquid, marshmallow okay. roots, right. slippery elm. It's we have a little bit of arabinoglactin. It has your aloe vera. Mm-hmm. So it's in it. One other thing that it has is a type of a zinc called mm-hmm. zinc carnosine. Exactly, it's been very beneficial for helping heal the gut and also even helping heal ulcers. Yes. So even if you have some ulcerations, it's one of the better things for healing ulcerations is this type of zinc. Not any zinc does it, but zinc carnosine is what's in it. Yes. So. Let's recap. If you're wanting a healthy gut, Mm -hmm. you always want to heal the lining. Right. So our GI essentials. Mm -hmm. And then you got to change what you eat. You want to just don't want to keep irritating. So change your diet. Mm -hmm. GI essentials to help heal the lining. Mm -hmm. Digestive enzymes if you have a hard time digesting. Mm -hmm. And probably everybody out there needs a probiotic. One or more, yeah. I mean, that's the the key, I think, is, you know, even if you do the GI essentials and you do the digestive enzymes, that's good. I mean, that's really good at help healing and and, and taking some of the load off the gut as far as the work goes. But you really have to have those those probiotics because we've got to reestablish the beneficial bacteria that are there in doing their job. Right, and the probiotics also help with elimination. And that Mm -hmm. is a big part of gut health is actually eliminating. If you do not go to the bathroom regularly, you do not have a healthy gut. 
Well, you don't have a healthy body either. Right. Because that makes that's toxins mm-hmm. and you have to be able to get rid of them. And we always tell people, don't just go straight to a laxative. Let's try increasing your probiotics. Let's increase your good bacteria. Increase, digestive enzymes. In, digestive yeah. enzymes. Increase water. Mm-hmm. Even stomach acid, betaine hydrochloride, actually mm-hmm. helps with elimination. Certainly does. So it, it's not just one thing. It's looking at what kind of problems you have and mm-hmm. treating the underlying problems and not just throwing an acid reducer at it. Mm-hmm. And not just going out and taking a laxative, mm-hmm. because that's really not the healthiest way to go about it. No. You know, and when you get into this gut health thing, I think we ought to just kind of at least touch on this. Uh, a lot of people think, oh, well, okay, if I've got a healthy gut, I'm just eliminating properly and digesting my food better and all that. What most people don't realize, Janine, is a lot, and then we're talking about a lot, like, for instance, serotonin. Uh, that's something that affects the brain and feel good chemical, I guess, is what everybody calls it for the brain. It helps with depression. And depra- yeah, et cetera. And what, what science has told us in about the past year and a half or so is that 90% of our serotonin is made in the gut. Right. So gut health is important also for your emotions. For your brain health. Yeah. And the bad thing is bad emotions make the gut worse. So it's all uh, it's a never-ending cycle. It's a very complicated cycle, but it, it does work that way. The, the gut and the brain are, are infinitely tied together. There's so much going on about the, the what they call the gut-brain axis. Yeah, that's And is. there's books being you know, published and articles coming out, and more and more they're learning is that the gut health does play a huge role in brain chemistry. Certainly does. And, you know, not only the serotonin, but the GABA, which is the gamma aminobutyric acid, which is kind of a calmative for the brain um, and helps with dopamine and all that. All of that is produced, most of it's produced in the gut. And then you wonder why all the kids are coming up with attention deficit and they're coming up with hyperactivity and all these behavioral problems. And if you look at what they eat nowadays, you'll see why. I sure will. All right, well... Is there anything else that we need to touch on? I think no, we've kind of given them a pretty good idea, right? kind of giving a way of um, getting your gut healthier for the new year, and you want to get your gut healthier if you want your body healthier. Now, something that we want to extend out an offer to you, uh, and hopefully you understand this about Doctors Nutrition and about uh, the docs there. It'll be Dr. myself, Dr. Jim, Janine, uh, and Dr. Bull, Kenny Bull, is with us now. So all of us, you know, we're only a phone call away. Right. And if you call us, we will return your call. People sure are always will. surprised when we return their calls, but we do. And we like to work with people individually so we can get what's best for them. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, we do more than just, you know, a lot of companies that you talk to out here on the Internet and so on, they're just selling a product. And they want you to take this regardless of what your problem is. We want to try to fit the best product to you. Right. And we look at lab work and see what kind of Mm -hmm. individual problems you may have. Right. And we don't have to have the lab work, but it's always helpful to know what's going on inside. Yeah. What's inside your body. Now, we also, just to let you know, we do have a Facebook page. We do. And so like us on Facebook and share it with your friends. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're always putting more information out there on Facebook. We're... We're you know, trying, trying to give people information so they can make their own life healthier. That's right. So if you've joined us here, maybe you've learned a little bit of something about your gut this time, and we'll have other episodes coming up. But for now, hopefully you've got some information that you can take away to have a healthier, happier gut. So for now, let's help them live healthy and be healthy. Yeah, yeah. and we'll see you next time on our next podcast. And in the meantime, you can visit doctorsnutrition.com for more information or give us a call. 800-824-0194. Live healthy, be healthy. 
so long. And thanks for listening to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox, a presentation of Doctors Nutrition. Please call our toll-free customer service number, 1-800-824-0194, for more information or with any questions you may have. Find out more online. Log on to DoctorsNutrition.com. Find the archive of shows and articles at DoctorsNutritionMedia.com.